Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 54, and we will be talking today about liberating ourselves with the big picture. I have had a lot of experiences, some other perspectives I'd like to talk about. And before we get into all that, I want to remind you, as always, that you are absolutely priceless. If anyone ever says otherwise, you can't believe them because it's just not the truth. You are worth more than all the priceless jewels and palaces and gold and silver and riches that this world has ever known. You are above that. And the riches are found in you. I've been saying that lately. I think it's worth adding that no matter who you are, we should expand the big picture of this concept, you know, in light of the subject of this episode today, especially to realize that everyone else around us is also priceless, believe it or not. And that may need to be reminded whether you're, you know, in traffic and some bozo who's cutting you off, flipping you off or some other thing you off. <laughs> uh, we got to maintain that perspective as uh, we go about our lives so we don't get sucked into that that energy. You are priceless and so are they, believe it or not. And along with that, I would also remind you as always that you are never alone. Don't ever forget that no matter what you're going through, whatever losses or wounds you've sustained in your life, you are not alone both as a priceless individual and in the wounds and pains and losses that you experience. Lots of us have experienced different versions of those things, so you aren't alone. And uh, you have tons of ways to reach out and obtain help, uh, various sorts of friends and neighbors to su- you know support groups and even online forums. And even through me, you can contact me through this podcast. Contact me through empowerhumans.com at empower101 on uh, Instagram and Twitter, or just, you know, comment on the podcast, your thoughts. They don't always have to be earth-shattering things, but uh, I appreciate all the feedback we can get as we try to be the best we can here. And now, as we get into this topic today, this big picture, it's a big, bold topic, and I don't know about you and what you're good at or maybe struggle with, that this is a topic I think that applies to all of us because our lives comprise a big picture. Why am I talking about this topic today? Well, I, it's easy for all of us to kind of get lost in our own <laughs> problems, but I found that we can kind of zoom out. And in other words, have you ever seen in the movies when they might show kind of the top of a house maybe, and then kind of gradually zoom out, and you see maybe the neighbors and uh, kind of the whole neighborhood, and maybe eventually you see the city all from up above, of course, and as a whole, you kind of see, and if they're real ambitious in the movie, they zoom out, and maybe you could see like the whole planet or something. So little by little, you go from kind of a small picture to a much grander scale picture. And I think that's something that we can also do uh, with our problems. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I'm sure if you've ever watched a movie or two, You've seen something like that happen. But in either case, you can always, and we all have cameras on our phones. Now we can zoom in and zoom out. So it's a whole thing about a big picture, a smaller picture, and what do we want to focus on? And I think there's value found in both. I personally always remember the show, you know, the movie Superman, where he'd fly up all the way into outer space and you could see him going up into the clouds and all these things. And uh, I always wanted to do that. And eventually you could see the planet with Superman as well. And I kind of wish Superman was based on a true story. But I digress as usual. Our problems are kind of like that because it's easy to take a small moment or short-lived set of circumstances and kind of let it consume us. It it could be anything from, you know, getting cut off and flipped out in in traffic, like we've already mentioned, to more serious situations like the loss of a loved one or maybe an illness, uh, all kinds of different things that that we deal with and maybe we focus on. And this applies to things that we might consider positive things in our lives that are uh, more easy to 
to handle as well. That we don't get caught up in all the positive either, that we kind of still stay grounded and at kind of big picture level for the most part. But it, 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 there is value found in both sides. And I'm not saying we don't focus on the details as we go, because I really think there should be a, a balance. I listened to Chris Hardwick on his ID10T podcast uh, with Colin Hanks recently. Some of you may have heard that. Shout out to Chris Hardwick and that whole podcast. Uh, he's a powerhouse in the whole podcast world. But he was talking about the importance of maintaining this balance we're talking about. He said that he might be focused uh, on a blade of grass, for example, maybe in the front yard. Uh, but at the same time, the house behind you could be falling down and you're not noticing because you're focused on it. And it was all symbolic as he talked about this. And they were kind of joking around a little bit. But both focuses might have some importance, but the big picture might provide more answers as to what actions need to be taken in the short term, like with the house uh, falling down in that particular example. Again, there can be a balance. I saw a social media post from Mel Robbins recently where she said, was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes that you spent the rest of the day dwelling on? And again, was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes that you spent the rest of the day dwelling on? I think that's another perspective that we need to uh, be honest with ourselves about because sometimes, myself included, guilty as charged, sometimes we do this thing where we focus in on this one bad moment. And granted, we can have some bad moments uh, in these various days in various ways. And congratulations, that rhymed. We can have bad moments, but they don't have to consume our whole day. Why are we going to let that five minutes or that one minute or two seconds or 10 minutes ruin an entire 24-hour period, for example? Well, we had a whole bad day because of that couple minutes or couple seconds or whatever it was. Did you ever see the movie Signs with Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix and I think Kieran Culkin and uh, several big actors in that movie? It came out in 2002, which I looked that up <laughs> just to, out of curiosity. Uh, which is hard to believe at the time of this recording was 17 years ago. This is 2019 as we record this. And I like bringing up old movies to show my boys that uh, we've watched over time, by the way. Everything from Tommy Boy uh, in the 90s to Ace Ventura and most recently the movie Signs, as I just mentioned, which is a little more serious movie. Thankfully, they like most of the movies that, <laughs> that I bring up from these uh, old time periods that, again, hard to believe these are so old now. But if you haven't seen the movie, it's about this family on a farm. And the mom has passed away, by the way, before the movie story begins, uh, sometime before this. And these crop circles start to appear on their land. And, you know, not just circles, but different designs. And in several other locations throughout the world as signs from actual extraterrestrial beings that are then trying to invade the planet. And one of the interesting things about the movie is kind of the small picture and big picture views of both the crop circles themselves, which they get these aerial shots, and uh, also small picture, big picture of the family and the things they've been through and struggled with and as they, as they try to kind of survive this situation. You learn some of what happened in the events uh, surrounding the mom's death and, and when... Mel Gibson's character was still actually at the beginning before the movie started. He was a priest or a pastor at a church. And when she died, he became very bitter and stopped the whole church situation. And as you go through the course of the movie, you see how all these things have added up and how ultimately they were preserved in the end. Uh, again, spoiler alert, 
They were reminded what to watch out for. Uh, you see some of the signs and some of the reasons, the bigger picture of why, for example, the son had asthma and why his wife said what she said when she died and other things that kind of reshaped his paradigms again to where he went back again. Spoiler alert. He went back to church uh, finally at the very last scene of the movie. And again, I hope I'm not spoiling that for anyone who may not have seen that movie yet. It's still worth watching uh, regardless of all of that. Uh, regardless of all your feelings about church or aliens or crop circles or whatever. I love the movie. My boys kind of like the movie, if I'm being honest. It wasn't like super funny or action-packed like some of the movies we watch. But uh, maybe over time, they'll learn to appreciate it as they get older. Uh, just the idea of the crop circles appearing as signs in their fields. And it's, it's just kind of an interesting commentary on the idea of a big picture as well. Because... All they could really see at the ground level was the corn stalks pushed down and and then it took an aerial view above to see what this all was and the shapes and so on of those particular signs. And sometimes that same concept is true and applies especially in hard times in our own lives because you can see the good that can come out of it or or kind of the meaning as you kind of zoom out or get this so-called aerial shot of life to, to kind of see how everything fits together. I'm a firm believer that good can come from anything. No matter how difficult or evil or painful a certain event might have been, what did you learn? What strength did you gain? How did it build your confidence or teach you to shift for the future? These are all great questions as we think about these signs in our lives. Another thing I want to touch on is something we've talked about in a few ways in the past, which is our reasons for things. Okay, I've had some tough decisions to make recently involving my boys and our family and where and what circumstances we should live in. It's kind of almost overwhelming. Some of you may go through those things, may have in the past, maybe are going through them now as you consider the big picture uh, of what some of the ramifications could mean of maybe living in a certain place and among certain people or certain relationships in your lives and, and going to s certain schools in this particular case and the trajectory that could mean for my boys in this case and my life and my future and our lives and, you know, like I said, all sorts of relationships. So little decisions contribute to big picture uh, scenarios and how they all play out. And so I've had a lot of soul searching to do through some of my counseling. I've kind of realized and some of the soul searching that you have to have kind of pure motives as, as reasons why we make decisions. In other words, if we're deciding something, for example, maybe to be vindictive or to hurt somebody else, that just generally will backfire or some other selfish reason or mean reason, get revenge or different things like that. Uh, it's These particular scenarios just don't generally pan out and turn out well for anybody involved. Any decision based on hurting someone or getting even or, or generally... They're just not going to turn out well. Tony Robbins said that reasons come first, answers come second. Okay, I take that to mean that we have to be clear as to why we want to do anything. Go back to episode, I think episode six of the podcast, we talked uh, with Leo Cannell. We talked uh, more in depth about this whole thing about reasons why we do things, how that applies both in business and personal levels. That, that's such an important thing in decision making as well. Because everything's just kind of part of a chain that adds up. Each of these links become a chain as we zoom out and pan out and look at our lives. In the end, we're going to be able to see how this whole chain fit together. It doesn't mean we get overwhelmed. I remember listening to Arnold Schwarzenegger talk about, 
you can't win all the time, but don't be afraid of making decisions. That's something that I've had to really take to heart because you just have to make these decisions. One of the the opportunities and challenges, but more an opportunity in life to really make decisions and kind of assess why we're making those decisions before making them generally. It doesn't mean we have to make super fast decisions all the time, but we got to make these decisions and we got to make them in a timely manner because guess what? If you don't make decisions, a lot of times the decisions get made for you either by other people or circumstances or maybe whatever the situation might be, whether it be in a relationship or a job. Now, I digress a little bit, but I just want to focus on this thing about Reasons come first, answers come second as this relates to the big picture of our lives. We just have to be clear as to why we want to do anything in the first place, even before what that anything itself might be becomes clear or becomes manifest in our lives. We've got to understand why, what we're striving for, what what kind of is the end game result. And then sometimes you have to backpedal from that end point that you want to see what steps along the way give us the best chance to get to that place. So it's just like if you're traveling by car from uh, wherever in the United States to Disneyland or to whatever other place, you got to have an idea of the destination, understand what it's going to take to get there. Uh, So we have to know the kind of life we want. We have to kind of live in the sorts of ways and the steps and the decisions to get to that place. Did I make my point clear? I think I did. But I want us to really focus on this big picture thing in our lives, especially at times of hard moments where we don't have this thing like Mel Robbins talked about where was it uh, a bad five minutes or something that we just decided to dwell on the rest of the day. I would give you a few of my own personal tips, uh, things that have helped me in this regard in my particular life. I, I would suggest this is something I do on a regular basis. I'm not always perfectly consistent on it, and you may not be either. We don't need to be perfectionists to do things to benefit ourselves, but have a mindfulness routine. That means meditation. That means focusing. That means becoming self-aware. That means doing some of the things I've said before. There are all sorts of mindfulness and meditation practices on YouTube, a guided meditations, and various other ways. Listen to books and meditations and read and learn about this process because there's real value in becoming a lot more self-aware and that adds to our ability to see the big picture more consistently and more clearly. Along with that, I've talked about this before, having affirmations or goals that can all be kind of that can all kind of go hand in hand, having the affirmations and the goals. And this is something we can review, we can write them down regularly. There's something magical about writing things down. If you want to go be the next star skateboarder or some other thing in your life, dancer or the next uh, princess at Disneyland or <laughs> CEO of this or that company or build your own thing, it really helps to have that particular uh, thing in place to have these affirmations and goals and write it down consistently, have a daily journal of sorts or whatever that might be. This helps us maintain a big picture as well to know what we're striving for. And that helps in these harder moments with the big picture perspective to keep us grounded to understand, okay, this is why I need to muscle through this hard, unexpected thing that kind of got in my way. So I'm reminded of why, like we mentioned a little bit ago. And another tip I'd like to give you is recognize our emotions and our focus. Don't hide from the emotions, but when things become what we might consider unpleasant, maybe we feel sad or angry or things like that, 
it's real important that we be, we're self-aware in that regard as well so that we don't let that consume us and maybe lead us to drastic, unnecessary, ugly places of any sort. So that's real important as well to, to recognize these emotional states as maybe a moment where we start to press the zoom out button on the camera of our lives and our focus uh, so that we're aware of how these emotions might affect our general trajectory as we're moving in life. And along with all that, think of this movie analogy that I gave you about zooming out. Start with the, the house. Think of your problems as kind of that thing. And, and the cute thing about that analogy to me is they're kind of just focusing from above. You're focusing even just on the roof of the house. And as you gradually see the neighbor's houses and the neighborhood and the city and maybe the planet, you realize this is all part of a grand scheme of things. These are all pieces to a puzzle that makes up our lives. So keep that analogy in mind as these things happen. And, and we can get in the habit of just taking a breather, take a deep breath and zooming out in our lives and uh, sometimes that means if you're maybe if you're in an argument with somebody or whatever it is, maybe you might need to go take some space or take some time to have that breather, take a walk, whatever it might be. But uh, you deserve to be able to have that space and time to get your mind right and get back in focus. And this, this applies to all sorts of things, even just the day to day activities, just to maintain strength, you know, exercise and so on. Understand why you're doing it. You want to stay healthy. You want to live a long life. You whatever you want to look better. You want to be looking good going to the beach or whatever the case may be. I'm just throwing out examples, but have these whys in the back of your mind and bring them to the front of your mind when you need to, when things get challenging. And just think in, th in terms, some, some of us business people might use terms like macro and micro, micro meaning kind of the little pieces that make up the puzzle and macro meaning the whole puzzle, the whole big picture. So find a balance where we're not just focusing on the blade of grass or the house coming down, but we're focusing on all of it. Understand how the small details might have caused the house to fall down or might be causing that risk to happen in various whatever ways in our lives. But understand also that we, we can focus on this big picture to realize what we want as a net result. Maybe we probably don't want that house to fall down in the first place. So let's zoom in on some of those details, uh, but make it all part of the grand scheme of things in that big picture. I hope some of this makes sense, but if, if anything, if you derive anything out of this message today, let it be to really zoom out in our lives more often than not, just to put things in their perspective. So we don't get consumed by that one five minute thing that we ended up uh, allowing to consume our whole day. I want to leave you, as always, with a few challenges. Study, keep studying if you have been. Start studying if you haven't been. There's all kinds of ways to do that. Go to Audible. I, we still work with Audible, audibletrial.com slash empowerhumans. You can go ahead and get audiobooks there. I've been listening to this book called In the Plex uh, about the founding and history of the company Google, really, and all the things along the way. Very visionary and very, very intelligent people behind this company. Whatever you think about Google or corporate America or anything, these are fascinating stories to me. But whatever you want to study about, I've listened to other books uh, about uh, you know, people like Robin Williams and uh, other uh, just topics, individuals, biographies. Uh, you can do whatever you need to do. I like audiobooks a lot. There's videos. There's other books you can read physically as well or Kindle or different things like that. But there's all kinds of ways to study, invite, and bring other outside sources of light and information into your lives. That's what this whole studying thing is all about, okay? Keep your candle lit. Keep your mind sharp and focused. And along with the, that challenge, I want to also remind you, make great moments. Love people. Love is a verb, not a noun. 
I always have to remind us of this. I have to remind myself of this. I'm trying to make great moments with my boys and uh, others in my life as well. And in various ways, whether you help and serve, whether you uh, want to just spend time as kind of maybe you have five kids, maybe you have two kids, you want to just spend one-on-one time with them. Uh, recently, my son uh, had baseball practice and my other son, I decided, well, let's go uh, get a quick ice cream at McDonald's and play a little bit and stuff. And we had a little one-on-one time while my other son was at baseball practice. Little things like that that you just do, sometimes maybe even spontaneously. We don't need to be so uptight about planning everything ahead, but just keep these ideas in our minds so that when opportunities arise, oh, some great moment might uh, be inspired in our minds to do something like that. So just a few uh, ideas and thoughts. And the last challenge is always very simple. Let's keep doing this podcast together. I love you. I'm grateful for you. As always, I'm flattered that you spend your time with me. And by the way, in our next episode, we have Brian Welch of Corn and his daughter Janaea and talking about this uh, documentary, Loud Crazy Love, Crazy with a K, of course, coming out on DVD here in June. So uh, watch for that podcast. That's coming on June 2nd. Other than that, stay strong, focus on the big picture, and until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.